and then you say you say something. Say that something. Sup, bitches. Okay. <laughs> okay, now we can start for real. All right. <laughs> okay. My loyal fan of one. I know there's one of you out there. I have a guest today. His name's Forrest. Hello. Introduce yourself. Good evening. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Good evening. I, I am I am Forrest. That's, that's All right. correct. All right. There cool. you go. You know, now it's just not going to be me. Like my voice for like a half an hour. It's going to be like intermittent interjections of someone else's voice. Yeah, I, I, I plan on bringing a few opinions to the table. Oh, God. So many opinions to share. So little time. <laughs> well... Normally, if you listen to my podcast, you know that this is where I, I do. I do listen to your podcast. No, no, no. It's... This is usually, I like, will say something, be like, oh, a life update. You know, I'll be like, oh, I moved. Or, okay. oh, today I tripped over the sidewalk and someone laughed at me. But there's not really much to update. You talk about smoking. I could talk, well, I, I said, I talked about him last podcast because I was over at the desk recording. I'm pointing at a desk that... You know, audio yeah. media, they can't see where it is. Yeah. But when I was sitting at a desk, it's smoky. It would, like, get up and, like, rustle around a little bit. And I'm like, oh, there's not, like, a, a vermin in my house. It's, like, it's the dog. Did you show moving, moving to Nashville? Yes. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, but, yeah. No, that's... That was all about it. Good. Good. Update. Pers- life updated. I guess. And recently, too. So, it's usually... It goes... Whatever. Talk about some nonsense. And then I'll talk about, you know, true crime news. But, like, there hasn't really been anything super interesting at first because, like, it kind of just fell into my hands. Like, that the the Delphi guy got arrested. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the we talked about the Idaho thing. The Idaho yes, murders the Idaho a lot. Murders in Moscow. Yes. Um, but there hasn't nasty really been business. any nasty business. There hasn't really, you know, if you listen to the, the most recent episode before this one, we go over it a lot. The, the Idaho murders? Yes. Oh, Read oh. The, the affidavit. Well, 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 you know, but well. Um, he wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, there wasn't really any developments, and I thought we could have some lighter fare. So I looked up weird news in Google, weird and news I'm gonna Google? I'm gonna tell you about some weird news that I found. Uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. You know, <laughs> he can see my screen. So the no spoiling. The first one <laughs> is I'm just gonna read. I got these all from NPR. <laughs> The first thing. It's just a and weirdest Aaron- source of information on the, <laughs> on the internet, the National Public Radio, of course. Um, I had so... no brainer. We're not gonna, so this is a sidebar, but and when I was in high school, did I tell you about my teacher that got arrested for smearing poop all over the public park restrooms? I've been saying that that's the greatest prank I ever invented, yeah. is, is, is going to a house party and then just smearing <laughs> shit. <laughs> All over the walls, and then you walk out, and the, the prank instantly resolves itself because everyone knows it's you. Because <laughs> you walk out of oh, this decimated bathroom covered in shit, so it's like you, you know. I mean, I feel like you're you're falling on your own sword, but I've always considered that to be just the just the you know filet mignon of a of a house party prank is is rubbing poop all over the bathroom. Well. I had my AP. So continue. <laughs> my AP English language teacher in like high school. Oh, Smokey's running around. He um, he was always a little bit, I'd say crass. He just was kind of inappropriate. Like everyone knew he was kind of inappropriate, but he was just like an old kind of like he was kind of funny guy. So like yeah. everyone's like, ah, oh, it's fine. Okay. But everyone's like, he's gonna get in trouble for something one of these days. <laughs> It's going to be, like, him saying something, like, inappropriate to, like, a female student or, like, him, like, cussing out someone. He used to be a bodybuilder. He had a picture of him. smearing shit. Yeah, he had a picture of him and his bodybuilding, like, this little, like, thong or whatever they were. They're They're called trunks. It's a thong. It's like a bikini bottom. No, it's called trunks. They're, they're They're called bodybuilding trunks. Trunks are loose. They're not a banana hammock. No, well, well, these okay. Well, you know, you and they're sparkly, like ruby slippers of the Wizard of Oz. I so think it's like a sparkly red. I male think it, I think it's I think it's a it's a it's a tasteful attempt to bring some respect to what the bodybuilders are doing on stage. You know, they're they're called flexing trunks. their butt cheeks. I mean, you know, if you if you, if you got them, squeeze them. That's know? that's fair. I think what like bodybuilders' butts look funny. 
Bodybuilder's like, butt looks funny. Yeah, because like it's there's no like fat really on them anymore, so it's just like two little meat hunks. You know what that's called? That's, those are called striated glutes. That's what those are called. You know, for for people who know bodybuilding, they're called striated glutes. Smokey, don't you know we're trying to record a podcast? We're to, we're, oh, talk, we're talking striated glutes here. Yeah. You know, it's a it's it's it's, 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 a, it's a keynote symbol that you are coming in. The the terminology is, is called conditioned. You know, um, it's a, either way, butts are you know. Juicy and squishy, but like their butts are striated. Well, and you know, taut. and taut. Taut like a tiger. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think it's Austin Powers, or we fall asleep. I think I think we fall asleep. Like a tiger. Yeah, I mean those those bodybuilding uh, booties. I feel like if you kind of flick those, you hear like a, like a like a metallic ting, you know, to it rather than like a yeah. <laughs> the little... Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he so we graduated. And I think it was like a year or something after I graduated. They're in the newspaper. They had been like looking for some guy. Had been going on. He always would go on runs or walks in this park before he'd come to teach, mm-hmm. and he would poop and smear the poop all over like the public restroom stall. And he, they finally got caught, and I don't even think they fired him. I think he was like asked politely to retire. Was he? Was was? What, did he have, have like an explanation? Like like? Pardon me. I'm just completing one of the greatest pranks of all time. No, I think um he wisely chose to keep his mouth shut for once and not like. Say I'm just coming away with just gobs of respect for this man. That's all I'll say about this. You know, what a prankster. I don't know. It was. It's pretty funny. If you like, it'd be funnier if you knew him. But I don't know. I wish I did. Yeah. Either way. Okay, back to the back to the real. We always listen to NPR. True, well, class. first of all, first of all, that was true crime news. It was, you know? but it's like old news that happened a long time ago. You know, new, new, new to me. I actually yeah. don't know if, you know if you ever got like penalized for it. But... Why would he? It's a great prank. <laughs> it's a public health hazard. It's a biohazard. Uh, those, those those public bathrooms have seen What if he worse. brings back cholera in south southern Wisconsin? <sighs> I mean, I don't you know. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, okay. So NPR today, an airline worker died after being ingested into the engine of a plane. An airline? I mean, just like just like syndrome in The Incredibles. Yeah, but like. <laughs> was he wearing a cape too? <laughs> no? I mean, he was like a baggage dude. So probably not. What is it? Well, not all heroes wear capes, as they say. No capes! Was that from Incredibles? Yeah. That was no, it wasn't, and he was wearing a cape and he got sucked into the jet. So one of them got sucked into the jet engine. What was he doing so close to the jet engine? He was a bad guy. Like, he loads the bags into the planes. Was he trying to load the bags into the jet engine? I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what was our hero up to? Uh, I, they don't... They don't ha- and NPR said that they did not get any response for the request for comments, but... I don't know, it's just... Well, if, this is an, if this is an episode of Castle, oh, then there's so many more layers to this. We've been watching so much Castle on, like, repeat, and it has really rotted our... What happened earlier, we were like, that we were like, oh, they didn't, like, murder each other, like, after, like, something got wronged. Oh, uh, well, I think, like, I, I think we're just, like, watching TV, and it's like, yeah, it's like, like, at this point, it's like every little, like, slight or, like, every little frowny face someone gives to the, uh, someone else, like, has to have something to do with a major murder. Like this, like, like, like this, like, I, you know, after watching all this castle, I cannot believe that this man just, like, fell into a jet engine. Like, I have to believe that he was, like, cheating on his wife, and his wife, like, hired a Russian hitman to come and, like, throw, like, a banana peel in front of, like, the, uh, <laughs> the, the jet engine, you know, and, like, lure him over there and, like, see him as he trips and falls into the jet engine. And then and then and then and then then Beckett and Castle make love. Not not until like season four. Uh, that, that, that's that God, I'm so excited. I know, I know. But you know, Deming is in there right now, and uh, Deming, yeah. De- Deming is such a douchebag. You know, like he's just such a such a waste of two episodes. Their relationship frankly, relationship starts in one episode and it ends in the next. Well, I would rather just watch two more episodes of like taut sexual tension between the two than watch one more episode of this lanky fuck Deming's. You know, just like trying to romance. You know, Lady Beck. They don't like, even do anything. They just like look and like gaze at each other longingly across he can, the No, no, street. no. They shared a kiss and it made me throw up. You cannot kiss in a police station. Two police officers cannot kiss in a police station. But anyway, it was wrong, you know. <laughs> you might be right, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that was the first one. The guy got I think it's funny how they said ingested. Say sucked. Ingested or, or just yeah, or ingested. sucked in. I, yeah, I don't know. Well, inge- well, sucked. Well, ingested suggests that the, the, the it was a full job. Like he was taken in and worked, you know, by the jet engine. <laughs> sucked in. Like who knows what happens once he got once Maybe he his arm or like ingested. Arm. Ingested suggests that he was taken in and processed. You know, that, I think that's an Indiana Jones movie where a guy gets sucked into a or no, they're like fighting around like a 
a bi like a plane with the propellers on each yeah. wing, and the guy like the plane is turning, and Indiana Jones just like sidesteps, and the guy gets like turned into like a smoothie. Yeah. Well, no, what was? It? Oh yeah, basically this guy, this this just real classic, you know, like Hulk Hogan looking beefcake was just kicking Indiana Jones' ass, and then. Yeah, and I think like Harrison Ford like kind of backs him towards a uh, propeller, and the guy just gets, you know, uh, pureed by the propeller. But 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 in this case, actually, I wonder how those jet engines work. I wonder if he was like kind of like processed into like a fine red mist and thrown out the back side of the jets. I don't well, know how it works like anymore. They'd have like a safety guard on those because like isn't it a problem that like geese get like sucked into plane engines all the time and it like can cause a lot of problems? Well, to be fair, I think the safety guard is the fact that it properly obliterates them and sends them out the back. Like that is the safe. <laughs> that is the, that is the safety is that it actually just t- tears anything that goes into it into shreds. Otherwise... You know, it would cause plane crashes if it just, like, stopped midair because a goose flew into it, you know? All right, the next one. The National Park Service is, you know... Uh, National Park Service? National Park Service wants humans to stop licking this toad. Oh. Look at how cute he is. Oh. Let's see a picture of the toad. That is not a cute toad. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Well, this toad is a special toad. So it secretes a potent toxin that can make people sick if they get in their mouth or touch it. But if you smoke it, it's 5-M-E-O-D-M-T. Oh, okay. So people are trapping it and smoking it. And <laughs> Wait, they're, they're, they're smoking the frog? No, like the, on a grill? The, it's like... What? <laughs> 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 on a green egg? Yeah. No, they're smoking it like... They're rolling it up. And enjoy it smoking that shit. Okay. I think. I don't know. I don't know anything well, about Well, first it. of all, that toad looks like that, like, picture of the raccoon from, like, the It's Me or, like, It Me um, meme, you know? We're just kind of, like, blankly staring into the camera. Like, Smokey's eyes all the time? Yeah, like, Smokey all the time. Um, <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, the picture is really cute, actually. Do, do you remember, well, do you remember the, uh, the, you know, well, this, this has already been, a, this, is a, this is a relatively played out concept. Cause remember, the, there was that Family Guy episode where everyone, everyone in town is licking Toad, you know, and they're just calling like Frog and doing Kermit. Toad. There's a whole Family episode about this where oh, everyone, all, all the, all the, all the cool hip teens, you know, are, are, are licking Toads and getting high, you know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, well, okay. That was and, just that was just before I switched to American Dad. Oh God. Um, <laughs> the article also tells how in New Mexico the Toad is considered threatened. The Colorado River Toad, I believe, is what it's called. Because people are trapping them, so they can just like keep, keep getting the well. Once, the, the, one, the well, sauce well, from the toad. once they're trapped, are they treated well? You know, are they are they are they, are they comforted and, and paid for their farms. time? Like you know, the, 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 they're true. They need to get workers' rights for these. The, toads. Yeah, these toads. Where's could, OSHA? These could be these toads could be like better themselves in forming a union. You know, it seems it seems like this is uh, you know, toad work is real work, as they say. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, the article also names Mike Tyson and Hunter Biden as users of this drug. But I don't think they got it from the toad. Wait, wait, who and Hunter Biden? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Oh, okay. Hmm, I can see that. You know, and and and, and Kelly Ripa too. You know. Well, I think they said like in the like end of the article they talk about how it has potential therapeutic benefits and how Hunter Biden used it to, as a form of addiction treatment. They really shit on that man constantly. Hunter Biden's just trying to party. Yeah, he's you just know? trying to have a good time. I don't know. Oh, oh, is, is, is oh, the dog smoking to throw up? No. False alarm. Our dog throws up a lot. Very nervous. No, he's good. Have you ever, have you ever thrown up from being nervous? I, I, I hear people doing that all the time. No. Throwing Usually up. it's because I drank too much. Yeah, same here. You know, <laughs> yeah. Or one time I threw up during cross country. One That's because I ran too much. One time I threw up from eating too much coconut shrimp at a wedding. <laughs> was that the one that you went to in New York? No, no, that was no, no. This is no, I was like twelve when this happened, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I ate like forty coconut shrimp. It was great, I'm but then to I think yacked of it all. Like off. the worst time that I've thrown up when I was a kid. I well, this you know how like when you're a kid, like once a year you get like a weird stomach through like flu and you yeah. would, like violently projectile vomit. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, usually like once a year. One time mm-hmm. I ate. My mom makes cheesy popcorn, and <sighs> did you ever? Were you ever there and she make that for you? That's like her like cheesy creme popcorn. de la creme. I don't think so. She takes like the mac and cheese packet. Mm-hmm. Out of like the mac and cheese box, throws away all the noodles, which is a huge waste. Yeah. And then like half a stick of butter and a slice Ooh. of craft a craft cheddar single slice, Ooh, melts it, dumps single. it over popcorn. Ooh, I ate a bunch of that one time. Uh, got ooh, sick, moi. projectile vomited all over the bathroom wall. Oh. I don't know why I didn't just make it to the toilet. Was it just like was it just like a was like a yellow just, yellow mosaic? You know the then? color of craft mac and cheese? The color of craft mac and cheese. Like yellow, yellow, sure. Orange. 
Orange, okay. Yellow, well, I don't know. It was yeah. that. It looked like that. It's pretty cool. It was you know? fun. Yeah, yeah, you know, okay. I really can't, I'm trying to think of like the last time I really gave a good projectile vomit. vomit. Yeah. Well, I mean, one time I did the, uh, like the gallon challenge, you know, with some, with some guys in high school where you try and drink an entire gallon of whole milk in an hour. It has to be whole, can be skim? I, I mean, what like, I mean, like, well, on, on, only, only true, ch- well, you can do that. I mean, well, half and half, yikes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, like, whole, like, 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 whole milk, whole milk is for, is for, is for, like, true, staunch, you know, true, like, staunch, you know, salt of the earth, you know, gentlemen. Like, that's, you know, skim milk. I think most people could do that, you know. Skim milk's half water. Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, kind of for, you know, kind of for, you know, weak-willed During, people. Did you guys have FFA week at your high school? What's that now? FFA week? Future FFA. Farmers of America? No. No, we no. had it, and there was a you, you know the bottles that they feed baby cows out that has a big nipple on the end. We yep. had a milk chugging contest out of one of those at lunch. How'd you do? I didn't do it. Oh, okay. I just watched people do it. God, well, it's like it was like the record. It's one like managed like get down a gallon of that. I don't know. I don't. Mm. It was never really a record. They just like lined up. It was pretty much just like the whole like offensive line of the football team. Yeah. It's just a bunch of big big hefty farm boys out Ooh. there just chugging out of nipples. Man, you know, all these sexual times. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> And then they'd bring a bunch of people would bring their animals, their farm animals, for and they'd have a mini petting zoo and we'd eat a bunch of cheese curds. Uh, but yeah. but yeah. Oh, okay. My, are you ready for the last one? Yep. Please, for more news story, please. Goblin mode was named the Oxford Languages 2022 Word of the Year. Goblin mode. Goblin mode. You know, I'm starting to lose some respect for this award, frankly. You know, like well, like, they make the Oxford English Dictionary. How can you lose respect for them? The like, goblin mode is in the Oxford English Dictionary now. I guess so. You it's know, the 2022 Word of the Year. Because it most accurately reflects the ethos and mood of 2022. Goblin mode. Goblin mode. Goblin mode. You know. I didn't know that was like a word or like a phrase. It was, well, it was two words, first of all. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to point that one out real quick and just, you know, like, you know, correct the record, as one Hillary Rodham Clinton once said. Um, I didn't know that was a thing before. Like, who was the person that sang the Goblin Mode song? Is this a is this one of these TikTokers that you watch? You know? No, it's a rapper. Oh, is this like is this is this like Young Gravy or one of these no, other like like new like, new Gen Z rappers? Oh, I don't God. know about you know. No. I mean, I, it doesn't doesn't really sound like 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 doesn't really sound like Dr. Dre. <laughs> Super Gremlin, that's what I'm thinking of. Super Gremlin. Yeah, Kodak Black sings Super Gremlin. Oh, I actually like Kodak Black. Never mind. Okay. Oh. But yeah, that uh, those were my three fun noodle articles. What was this auxiliary one? Oh, I remember this. Okay, this one's an auxiliary runner-up. Okay. SantaCon was in New York City recently, and this was more just me bringing up. Do you remember the roundtable episodes where they always complain about when SantaCon happens in New York because it's just a bunch of like douchebags dressed up as Santa run around and like create chaos in New York because it's like a big pub crawl. Just so happens I was in New York City for the last uh, SantaCon. I was it? there for the last SantaCon. I, I was not a um, I was not dressed as Father as a Christmas. Big, sexy Santa. But, but as I dress on a day-to-day basis I was a bit of a sexy elf as they say. Oh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's just kind of how I walk around every day. Oh god. Uh, no. no I mean yeah I mean it's just it's just an excuse for like people to like put on costumes. It, well, it's, just, it's just another Halloween but in but like, but it's only but, a month after Halloween. But like, your costume's already picked out for you because everyone's Santa. Yeah, exactly. But you like, Santa. but like, every, everyone's slightly anonymized by their costumes, and so yeah, it's just a bunch of people walking around in broad daylight, just throwing up all over each other, and just committing, and just all, all sorts of tomfoolery and ballyhoo. Well, everyone knows that red hides the color of throw up, especially after like a bunch of cherry bombs. Mm-hmm, that's true. That's true. You throw up on a Santa costume, good as new. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I mean, that's one of those holidays. I think people should really kind of do away with like the whole Santa Con thing, like you know, and like and you know and. St. Patty's Day is on the rocks, in my opinion. Hey, but, you know, okay. I was just going to say, we should change SantaCon to, like, after like a week after St. Patty's Day, we all dress up as leprechauns and run around. Okay, well, I, we'll see. That would bring we that would bring, that would bring St. Patty's Day back for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, that, that was a question. I, my friend growing up across the street, they were Catholic, and I was always really jealous because, like, they do, like, what is it, St. Nick or Kris Kringle or something? Wow, that's just Christmas in general. No, they have like they do like a bunch of <laughs> is that how you, is like, that leading up to Christmas. Like they get presents like every day for like a week. That's the Jews. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that's Hanukkah. I know, but like no, because I think there's something in Catholicism too. What the frick frack was it? It was like that. Just sounds like the Catholic Nick or so. I don't know. It was something like synonymous to Santa because that just sounds like they got jealous of the of the of the, of the Jews and decided they want they also wanted presents for eight days instead of one. I, maybe her parents were just nicer than I don't care about. I'm looking this up now to try to find it. Growing Midnight up, did, growing up, did you ever have a Christmas where 
you didn't get presents because you were a bad, bad, bad girl. Because I think I had one of those Christmases where I was just a bad boy and didn't get any presents. You were that bad that your parents were like, absolutely not, no presents for you. I don't know what I did, but I can't ooh, remember what I did. Naughty boy. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, ooh, so I mean, t- 10-year-old Forrest was just doing stupid. Probably stu- pooped in the corner. Uh, it could have been that. could have been shaking my ass downtown. Who knows? You know? <laughs> Um, Smoke, are you chewing on a boot? Is he? Absolutely not. Those are my lands. Our dog was trying to eat a thing of Sperry boots. Duck the, the, boots, whatever. Yeah, those were those were those were those those weren't your cheap Sperry boots. These were like I lost uh, those. I left them in Denver. No, you did. That's okay. There we go. Smokey okay. probably would have ate them anyway. Apparently so. My, my parents said that he chewed up one of my dad's uh, shoes, just just really just ate half the shoe. Why do dogs, like, go after shoes more? Actually, I know some one of my friend's dogs would always chew up people's underwear. <laughs> like, Ooh. I'd stay over at their house, and, like, Ooh. your underwear would just kind of, like, be missing. Just, just, like, just like a classic, like, 80s, like, panty raid. I like that. It's fun. Now we're having fun. No? Okay. Or the dogs that eat, like, <laughs> tampons out of the garbage. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, are, there, are, there, are, 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 dog, are, are these dogs doing anything that like is like less sexy? No. Probably okay. shitting them out. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's all right then. Our one dog before our current before Prince, we used to eat deer poop and then he'd throw it up, oh. which is a weird. That's not too sexy. Regurgitated poop is not sexy. No, 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 no. Have you, have you seen those videos of people just like barfing poop? Which is the thing. You can look up it right, right now. You can, you can Google that right now. Wait, what? You can just go on YouTube or just Google like person barfing poop and it's a thing. It's like a... It's, it's Why? Is it like a medical condition? I think it's something like where like, yeah, like, you know, you're... Um, I, I guess you make woman, this... Woman vomits her own feces? Question mark? Yeah, there it is. You know? Maybe they have this censored off YouTube. Oh we'll no! Th- 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 this was definitely like back in the good old days of Live Leak, where you could oh. really see the human experience, well, you know, unfiltered. You know, like they censored us. That was that was such a big thing. Like 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 when I was like a teenager, I would never really go on YouTube. I would go on Live Leak, and like when when everyone else was like watching the new Justin music video, I was watching like dude gets eaten by a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I was raised on LiveLeak.com, and it was unfazed. Oh, I I saw the worst and best of the world. You know, through, through those lenses. You know, well, the, the, my 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 white whale uh, for live because I always wanted to, I always wanted to see like a man getting eaten by a shark, like 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 in Jaws. I don't think it happens very often. Like I think it happens less often than we think it does. You're more likely to get to see someone getting eaten by like a hippopotamus. I think it's just because there's re- rarely someone around with a camera, kind of kind of like UFOs. Just mean that it doesn't happen. Well, that's why they like what like hippos are the most dangerous like animal alive and they don't even know how many people they kill because they usually kill people that aren't like within right. the reins of reporting to the media that someone just got mauled by a hippopotamus i yeah no what was yeah hippos are like, the most like dangerous like animal like can you imagine animal. Getting a hippo, eaten by a hippo? oh like, getting eaten no by shit. one <laughs> well i don't think so apparently hippos aren't even they, they're actually like i think this this could be like, wildly wrong but i'm pretty sure hippos like are Pretty much herbivores are like they're not trying to eat no, people. They just, like, they just get really pissed off and they chew them up until they're dead, and that's do it. They, do they like put them in their mouth and chew them? Like you see the videos of the hippos so. eating fed watermelons where they just like crush. That could be your head. That could be or your, your head. torso. Mm. Or do they just like stampede them like a rhino? I mean, maybe they could swallow you. I mean, I just know they're, they're not. They're, they're, they're not eating you because no. they're hungry. They're eating you because they they're are. Pissed. They're they are displeased with you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they're upset at what you're doing. Like, you're doing something me, wrong. Like, if hippos me, like, like me, like me, I get pissed off at Cheetos sometimes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I get livid with them. <laughs> Who was the guy that ate too many flaming hot? Lil Zan. Yeah. God damn, my like my, my my like modern news. Lil Zan eating too many Cheetos, probably cocaine too. You know, and then che- uh, yeah, no, I don't think <laughs> coke and flaming hot powder mixed together very well well i just think like i mean like i feel like 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 a normal hydrated person can probably put away an incredible amount of I hot cheetos. i've eaten a family-sized bag of flaming hot cheetos and like you've got not a, been sent to the hospital you have to have other but i also didn't mix like narcotics into the mix you know yeah about to say as one dr fauci once put it there must be an underlying condition you know <laughs> good good quote <laughs> thank good, you, good thank day you. Yep, 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 you know. <laughs> nice learn a lot from that man um all right well all right well, I guess we can get any more. Any more? Any more news stories? Uh, or no, that was or all. Of them. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess. Okay. So the 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 crime that I researched this week yep. is, I looked. I started this because I wanted to find 
Crime in Door County because crime I started reading that book, that okay. Death in Door County, which is pretty good. The only crime in Door County that I know of are the Airbnb prices. They are but pretty. It's... Oh, God. It's All right. Good. All right. We're off a good start now. And that um, weird little like campground place that's in, was that in Sister Bay or Fish Creek? I think it's in Fish that Creek. Was in, that was in Egg Harbor that we did that little A-frame. No, I'm talking about the weird little like campground where they definitely murder children. Oh, shoot. It was called like Last Lick or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's weird. And it had like, this demonic little kid. And like there was a clown. A, there was a little bog down there. It was right out of Stephen King movie. Like I'm expecting to like see some clown like dragging some kid into like the into like the, the murky they depths of the bog. They should have shot it too there. No, that would have been a great I, No, that, like, like, that thing is like, that, that's like a best kept secret in Hollywood. Like, you can't just go out to Door County and like shoot whatever scary, you know, kid clown thing out there. You yeah. Know? Place is horrifying. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that also, yeah, that also that's a crime. Is, well, it's home to multiple crimes and yeah. You know, there have been a few crimes. Yeah. Including this one. Okay, hit me with it. Great segue. We're covering the murder of Alicia Bromfield. Mm-hmm. And so, Alicia Bromfield at the time we were talking about her. It was a 21-year-old girl. She attended Joliet Catholic Academy in Joliet, Illinois, which is like a little southwest of Chicago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Midwest. Midwest, Midwest representing. Raise the roof. Yep, raise the roof. Um, yeah. And she was a student at Western Illinois University, which I don't know where that is. I think it might be. Uh, <laughs> sounds sounds pretty so relevant. Continue. She was one semester away from graduation with a degree in forensic psychology and criminal justice. Oh, aren't we all? Oh, God. <laughs> aren't we all? You're going to bite with what you just said. <laughs> she, so she, in high school, showed interest in women who were part of the underground railroad, and she thought about being a teacher, but then she ended up deciding to study forensics and she loved watching true crime shows with her friends this sounds like like a like a very modern like endemic is like people seeing too many of these like you know bones or castle or whatever decide they need to like go be like you know a forensics expert <laughs> i mean there must be a glut of people with like forensics degrees there's only so many crime labs you know did you see there was you know the like jeffrey dahmer show that evan peters was playing jeffrey dahmer in mm-hmm. he like i think won a golden globe or something he yeah. won some award for it and like like family members of like dahmer's actual victims were like upset because they're like if you keep like glorifying like these killers this way like it'll be bad for society yeah yeah and like i feel like that's kind of valid but also you're not gonna stop like hollywood from doing this i mean at the end of the day it was a, just a highly uncomfortable show that i could not finish that show was in, like when i was that with you when we watched the first episode or i might have watched it by myself and then talked to you about it like the first episode where he's it's just like dead silent like the entire episode and he's just acting out like how he's about to like murder this guy is so like unnerving yeah and this is coming from someone who like like i said was like actively seeking out like pictures of people like getting like videos of people getting like torn apart by like alligators but like i made like three episodes into that and like i was like i i had had to tap out like that that was just a little too much for me yeah which i think is probably why he got like that award for it because i think he did a really good job it was just incredibly awful yeah it was a bit much a little uh you know anyway Alicia was worried she wasn't going to be able to handle seeing dead people, according to, this was like her dad on a podcast I listened that's to That's what spurred this. all this, was it with the Evan no, Peters thing, no, she, that's why, about well, seeing dead people? <laughs> that's why she was apparently like worrying about like, maybe I should study forensic, but I don't know if I'll, how I'll react to seeing a dead body. Okay. Which honestly, like, I guess I didn't, the first dead body I saw was like during anatomy when we went to like cadaver labs. So like a lot of, I mean, I guess a lot of people see dead bodies earlier than that, but. I don't think I've ever seen a dead body before. You really? Know? You never did like an anatomy, like cadaver lab? I've seen plenty of dead frogs. In this podcast, they talk about how when she, so she worked at Home Depot. Okay. And one time she was at work at like outside in the garden center and she noticed that there was a man hunched over in his car over the steering wheel. And she went up to the car and was like, knock, knock, knock. What's up? And she knew the guy was dead. So that's when she found a dead body and then she... Was like okay, I'm gonna go to college for this instead. Oh, okay, I was about to do a quick sidebar. I was like, there's no way there's a Door County or there's a there's a Home Depot in Door County. No, this was in Illinois. <laughs> that's, that's 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 the most fishy thing I've heard about in this case, you know. But she also her friend best friend Olivia from high school persuaded her to go to Western Illinois too, and she went to college, and then she ended up getting pregnant in college and the dad was not in the picture at all Hmm. but she was excited to be a single mother and she was like buying baby clothes and other stuff for this baby that was on the way and she was going to keep her job at home depot because i guess it was like a seasonal kind of thing she got like paid winters off she had a pretty sweet gig i guess but the only problem was her supervisor and his name was brian cooper and he was 36 years old which is kind of creepy 
<laughs> so he was the regional manager at this like Home Depot garden center thingy in Northern Illinois in Plainfield. Okay. And he was Alicia's supervisor and they'd worked together for five years. And she began working with him when she, he was 16 years old. So she was quite young. So he became, began working with her when she was 16. Yes. Okay. And he was like in his 30s. Well, you know. So that's a red flag. It's a, it's a, it's a, that's a bad recipe. You yes. Know? Yes. That's a, it's a, you know, it's a bad recipe. Yes. Yeah. And so he was like her scheduler and like oversaw like what she did. And they occasionally would meet after work and he would ask Alicia to come watch his dog for her once in a while, for him once in a while. The friends of Alicia said that they heard of Cooper like almost immediately after Alicia started the job. Like she would always say like how he always was like wanting to work with her. And they kind of described him as overbearing. Her friend Olivia, like I said before, also worked at Home Depot and got the job from this whatever Brian guy too. And sometimes they would all try to like go to lunch together with Alicia over her break and like Brian would find some way to like keep her from going to lunch. This so he- is all sounding like a very like a little political for what I imagine like a Home Depot. Because I think a Home Depot, it's a bunch of people like wearing like aprons being yeah, like, let me show you how to cut that two by four. But now I'm <laughs> hearing like people like kind of like, you know, giving each sort of like sultry glares at the over the water cooler and like and going to lunch. You know, like what, you know, what Panera are these Home Depot people going to lunch at? I don't know. My Panera and the Home Depot and Jane's was kind of close together. All right, point taken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yeah, all right. <laughs> but anyway, Cooper was also known to kind of verbally abuse Alicia, calling her a whore and a slut. And Jesus. he would do this in front of coworkers and customers. Oh, my gosh. And he would give Alicia texts and threaten her to fire her or cut her hours if she did not perform. He would also, like, schedule her when she had doctor's appointments because she was pregnant. And she, like, had worked with him before, and he was kind of, like, developing, like, kind of a weird like attitude towards her and then she like went off to college and she came back and she like kind of like didn't tell him right away about the pregnancy because like she was like i think this guy's gonna freak out yeah because he's obviously like obsessed with her right and so she did tell him and he was kind of mad and then he would be like hot and cold about it they said like one day like so he would like schedule her like if she'd have a doctor's appointment he like schedule her so she couldn't go then like the next minute he was like talking about how like he'll always be there for her Oh my goodness. So the guy's this kind of a very, hot mess. This is a very toxic, yeah. you know, Home Depot relationship, you know. And so sometimes he would get violent and occasionally throw things at Alicia. And she reported his behavior to upper management, but nothing was really done. And she stuck with the job because she enjoyed the work and needed the pay. And she was throwing things at her? Yeah. That's not a job where you want, where you want, you want your boss throwing yeah. things at you. So like, not at Home Depot. Cause like, cause like, well, cause like, think, think about like if you work at like the Croc store. Like my That's manager, my manager could throw things at me all day if I'm at the Croc store. You'd think just little, little, you know, plastic shoes just kind of, you know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're like a two by, two by four is getting thrust like in the a, air a here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a rake. Yeah. Um, Dang. Well, this, yeah. Guy, so this guy seems like, you know what, and part of my friend, this guy seems like a real piece of work. But her friend Olivia, that also worked at the Home Depot, mm-hmm. had problems with this Brian guy. Home Depot's at the center of the story. Yeah, and one day it was really warm, and Olivia said that Brian came up to her and like wiped the sweat off her arm in a like particularly like sultry way, <laughs> and it was very uncomfortable. Like an old timey Pepsi commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Pepsi's fault too, apparently. This first thing that was okay. And when Olivia finally quit her position, she said that Brian caused quite a scene and called her a dumb bitch. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. So this guy's just like harassing young girls like that work for him at this home. And he's not he's not winning any manager a managers of the year's award because well, I see, he was I see like this a entire manager. Like he was like pretty high up in this company. Yeah, but he's, it sounds like he's spending half his day just like harassing this poor young lady. Like, you yeah. know, at the same time there's, there's like expense reports need to be filled out. There's two by fours that need to go where the two by fours go, you know, like many things are not being done just because this guy Some is just like kowtowing this poor lady. Yeah. Yeah. This Cooper guy obviously had an inappropriate affection towards Alyssa that was not reciprocated. She was very clear with him and, like, everyone else that, like, no. That's a good summary. And it was kind of, like, she couldn't, like, just, like, tell him off and, like, kick him in the nuts and run away because, like, he's her boss and she didn't want to lose her job. She needs a job. Yeah, she's Yes, Yes, exactly. It's a very tough position for her. But, like, Cooper had told, like, their co-workers and, like, his friends, like, other people, he knew that Alyssa was his girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. He... Kind of, this kind of came to like a climax in August of 2012 when Cooper harassed Alicia to go with him to his sister's wedding and he threatened to fire her if she didn't go. So Alicia agreed to go. Sherry and Anichich, we're just going to call her Sherry. Alicia's mom knew of like this abuse and did not want her daughter to go with Cooper. And Alicia told her mom that Cooper and her were going as friends and she made that clear to him and that they would be like returning at this certain time. And that they were staying in, like, the same hotel 
for the wedding as the wedding party. So that kind of like made her mother feel a little better about her going. But I'm guessing the Sherry wedding happened like, in Door County. Yes. Ah, oh, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> we're back. You know, what's already said to me about this is it's like she's already like at the point where she could definitely sue Home Depot and get a tremendous settlement for all this harassment. You know, like at this point, like, you know. We're coming back to that. We're going back to that? Yes. We're going to come back to that? We're oh. going to come back. Oh, my gosh. We're going to put a pin in it. Amazing. And we're going to circle back. God, it all comes back. Okay, God, we're gonna gosh. We're going around. Yeah, I'll, I'll shut up. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Sherry said that on the morning that Alicia left with Cooper, she hugged her daughter and told her, um, like, to tell Cooper that she wasn't feeling well, so Alicia couldn't go. She was, like, making an excuse. Like, just don't go. You don't have to go. Yeah. And Sh- Sherry said that she kind of had, like, a motherly instinct that she did not want Alicia to go to Door County. Alicia went anyway. Because she was scared of getting fired. Oh, and now I'm getting sad. So Sherry and Alicia's stepfather um, planned to unveil a newly renovated nursery to Alicia when they got home from the wedding. And, like, Alicia had saved money for this crib. And they were going to put the crib in this nursery. So they had, like, this big plan for Alicia when she was going to come home. Here's a question. How did she get to the wedding? Did she ride with this yes. with this fellow? Yes. They oh, drove that. from, like, south-ish side of Chicago up to Door County, which is, like, four hours. Like, it's a long drive. That, uh, that was probably a, a horrible time. Yeah. I feel like that's, yeah. that's you know, I mean, obviously, like, she's in a terrible position. She's not really making mistakes like these, you know, but I mean, she shouldn't have gone. But it's like, that's, that's mistake number one is riding with this man. Like, that's rough. So, up in Door County, uh, the wedding party and, uh, like, Apparently, Alicia and this guy were supposed to stay all together, but that was not true. So, Alicia texted her mom, like, the... uh, So, they went up in the morning, and it was, like, the next day that her and Cooper had gotten in a fight, and they they were coming straight home, and they got in a fight because this Cooper guy had lied to Alicia and been like, yeah, we're staying in the hotel, same hotel as like his sister and like the wedding party. And then they got there and they were not there staying in like a completely different hotel. Oh my goodness. And she sent like a follow-up text to her mom telling her that they were actually staying because like this Cooper guy was supposed to walk his sister down the aisle and like they didn't want to like ruin the wedding. But, oh my goodness. But anyway, so Cooper pretty much began har- harassing Alicia immediately and made unwanted sexual advances resulting in Alicia telling him that they would finish up this trip and attend the wedding, but then they were like not going to be friends when they got back to Plainfield. And Cooper was very angry about this and throughout the wedding, he kind of drank and kept getting like kind of intoxicated and he said his kind of like rage was like increasing through this whole day. Yeah. And once they returned to their rooms at the Stepford Hotel, Brian tried to make plans with, like, Alicia to, like, watch a movie the next day. And Alicia, like, reminded him that they would not be friends. I mean, these these are all very reasonable, like, things coming out of her. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, this has not gone no. well for, like, the umpteenth time. Like, yeah. You know, I'm... I think, I think she'd be being pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. And before this, so Alicia, they got back and Alicia like laid down and take it, took a nap mm-hmm. and Cooper was kind of pissed. And he was like going outside and like smoking and come back in. He said he was like watching Alicia and getting like angrier and angrier and angrier. Uh. So when she told him that they're not going to be friends anymore, he attacked her. He like jumped up on her and tried to st- strangle her. Oh my goodness. And Alicia tried to fight back and told him like, think of the baby, like don't hurt me. And Cooper then dragged her to the floor and strangled her and killed her. That's it right In there? this hotel room. No. So fast forwarding to the next morning. So Cooper walks into a gas station and asks the cashier at this gas station to use the phone number to call the police. He told the 911 dispatcher to re- he wanted to report a murder of Alicia Bromfield. The dispatcher was, how do you know this is a murder? Like, who did it? And he's like, I did it. Like, I know. And he told the dispatcher that he intentionally killed her and that I'm a good person besides what I did last night. Which is such a piece of shit. Well, so this, well, okay, so this, this this guy isn't just like a you know a piece of shit and like a killer and just like all of the above, but like he's also just clinically insane at this yes. point. You know, yeah. Yeah, and so police like arrived at the gas station and arrested Cooper with their guns drawn and whatever. And sheriff's investigator Mark Winkle was assigned to go to the resort because he like told them over the phone where um, Alicia's body was and like where this took place. And Winkle told True Crime Daily that he found Alicia lying on the floor nude with a blanket covering her up to, like, her chest. And her head was on a pillow like she was resting. But, like, when you got closer, there's obviously, like, bruises and, like, scratches all over her. Um, Cooper was brought back to the police station and was questioned by Cooper about 13 hours after Alicia was murdered at, like, 3.30 in the afternoon. And he was wearing these prescription black aviator sunglasses he had. And he had bite marks and scratches on his arms. 
And you can, like, see this in the video of them, like, interviewing him. He wears these stupid sunglasses the entire time. Oh, he real, looks like such real, a prick. Real, real, real sunglasses oh, yeah. indoors kind of oh, guy. Oh, yeah. It's in the because they're prescription. Oh, okay. Prescription Ray-Bans. Didn't know they made those. You know? I don't think they're Ray-Bans. <laughs> I think this guy's stupid. <laughs> I think this guy's <laughs> Too stupid, stupid for Ray-Bans. Only, only smart people do you take Ray-Bans. That's, a, that's one of the bigger lies I've ever exactly. heard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say that. I just wanted to insult him again. <laughs> He leads off by telling this Winkle sheriff guy that him and Alicia were sheriff some... Sheriff Winkle? Wait, wait, quick pause. Sheriff Winkle? <laughs> That's the, that, that, for the first time in the past 10 minutes, that brings a smile to my face. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm, really, I'm, really, I'm really glad sure that happened. Help. Continue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that him and Alicia were somewhat dating and then says he always wanted more but was respecting her due to her pregnancy. Except for the strangulation. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like obviously very forthright like over the phone even to the disp like 911 dispatcher about this murder but then like lies to the sheriff about like them dating like this guy's literally like he is delusional yeah like, that well, i mean it's like so, well like, so many of these like you know like just sociopath serial killers they'll like admit to their crimes but there's always some like qualifying factor that makes it like really like not like totally their fault you know like, oh, they'll, yeah. they'll never really like go like fully like oh i'm just a creep and i killed her but it's gotta be like oh like you know Things got out of hand, and we were kind of yeah. dating. It was a toxic relationship. Yeah, like, or something you know, stupid. Pieces of shit like this will never really... It's not their fault. It's something yeah. else's fault. They'll never just totally just, like, you know, be the bad guy. Oh, no, of you course know, in the, not. In the little world. So when he got back to getting interrogated, he began to describe how him and Alicia had gotten into an argument, and Alicia had told him that they would no longer be friends. And after this argument, Cooper said that they could leave and go home, and this was, like, before the wedding um and cooper was had to walk his sister down the aisle so like alicia kind of was like the one that was like hey let's stay like i don't want to like make a scene and ruin this wedding yeah okay. so like she was just like being so nice which is like kind of sad like she was like oh well, like i just don't want to like ruin this girl's wedding because me and this douchebag are getting in a fight <sighs> but Man. so it's just so sad that like she could have like gotten out sad. of it yeah um so yeah then he kind of walks the police through how like they attended the wedding and brian had began drinking and during this interrogation, this guy is, like, crying and, like, blubbering like a baby. And he also is always, like, I was drinking and, like, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, he says that all the time. Yeah. But, like, he's also, like, recounting this, like, so vividly. Like, yeah. if you were that drunk, like, you wouldn't remember this. He, like, it wasn't that drunk if he's, like, recounting this, like, action for action. Like, he's... He's trying to like already like set like an excuse he's gonna use. No, I know. I think that's like I think I think he's definitely like kind of like following like what a lot of these like you know sociopaths who are just like egomaniacs you know do in terms of like qualifying everything. But frankly, like he was just too stupid to try and figure out a way to cover up the crime because like clearly if he saw an out for that in terms of covering it up, he would have done it. And because like a lot of you know a lot of these guys will cover it up and look mm -hmm. look get, get caught and, and they'll go through all of the qualifications of yeah. like oh here's why you know it it happened he was just too stupid to try and cover no. it up so we we're skipping that we're just going right <laughs> to the qualifications you know <laughs> we're and, skipping a step and, and a quick sidebar these are the kind of people who are managing Home Depots. That's problematic because, like, we're building homes from Home Depots. This is such a regional Depots. manager thing to do, though. I'm just saying, like, Home Depots, like, you're building a house. I'm, I'm like, counting on, like, this screw being this length and this, you know, So now hardness. we're talking structural integrity? I mean, this is the kind of guy who's, like, who's like you know, affecting the struggle, structural integrity of my dream home in, in Boise, Idaho. You know, I'm just saying this is a problem, you know. This, this, this is a nationwide issue. You're right. Continue. You're right. Honestly, I think every person that gets hired as like a regional manager should have to work as like a retail hourly associate for like two weeks before and have like the previous manager just be dicks to them because like yeah, you quit. can't just sweep <laughs> in and act like you know everything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hmm. But that's from my tiff with old lady. So okay. Besides the point. <laughs> um, once she then he said that they went back to the hotel and she went to sleep. And Cooper just kind of like was pacing and became anger and anger. And he said that he watched her sleep for two and a half hours, smoking cigarettes and drinking. He first kind of thought maybe that he would tie Alicia's legs up with a cord. And he started like gathering like telephone cords and like chargers and like hid them under the bed. And was like ready to like tie her up. But then Alicia woke up and Brian asked her if they could watch a movie the next day, like on that Sunday. And she said no and was like, we're not going to be friends. And that's when he attacked her. Oh my and goodness. Brian told the police that she begged him not to hurt her or the baby. And he like kind of very graphically goes through like how he killed Alicia. And then he described to like the police asked him, they're like, did you have sex? Like, and he was like, yes. Like they, so he pretty much raped her corpse. And Ugh. he like details this to the police and it's disgusting. 
I mean, I, I honestly, when you first said that, I figured he just, like, out of some weird macho energy, was like, just yeah. lied and claimed they had sex, you know? No, like, he no. really didn't. Okay, yeah. yeah. Definitely raped her corpse. He, That's horrible. He yeah. said, like, he wanted to see her naked and was like, oh, I just killed this girl. I wanted to see her naked. So he took her clothes off and raped her. Gosh, like, I'm, 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 wait, I'm so waiting for any more yucks in this story, and I don't, I don't think I'm gonna, I don't, I don't, I'm about to say, I don't think I'm gonna get him. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> um, Cooper then tells the police that he tried to kill himself with a butter knife and a corkscrew, but when they like got him the next morning, he didn't have anything further than like a few scratches from these suicide attempts. Oh, he definitely did. So not. he didn't really try that hard. No. And he also um, says that after this, he fell asleep in the bathtub and woke up the next morning, saw his crime, and he felt disgusted, so he tried to drown himself in the lake, but then like realized life was worth living and drove to the gas station and like turned himself in oh that's all such bullshit he definitely yeah. just tried to hide the body was too stupid or lazy to do that and then just just skipped to step two you know i don't think he actually even tried though because like he like tucked her the most hiding he did was like tucking her in on like the floor or whatever where he strangled her and raped her and then just like carried on this merry way <laughs> like he just what's not like he ever moved her he just i don't know it's a piece of garbage. Yeah. So they charged Cooper with two counts of first degree murder and third degree sexual assault of a corpse. And he was booked and his like injuries are photographed. And then during the investigation, while they're kind of digging more through this, the police discovered that there was a mini camera in the garbage can of the hotel that recorded Alicia going to the bathroom. And then they kind of dug further into this. And remember back when I told you that Alicia had watched his like dogs and like walked his dog from time to time? Yeah. They found a small hole drilled in a shelf across from his toilet so he could watch her go to the bathroom when she watched his dogs. So like they just kept like uncovering how like obsessed this guy was with this girl. Oh my goodness. And surprisingly this guy then goes to plead not guilty based on the fact that he was intoxicated and the case had to go to court and Alicia's family listened I think it was like for five days like all the testimony and like the 911 call his interrogation and him like testifying because this is all like on video whatever and this trial ended in a 10-2 hung jury and so two like women were the ones that said he wasn't guilty because he was intoxicated Oh my goodness! And I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" <laughs> Wait, so he got off, or did he? It what? like was a hung jury, so they retry. They ended up retrying. Okay. Are these, what's the what's the status of the so, of the retrial? Pause. Okay. Your question for like two more minutes. Okay. So there was also like no evidence in this trial that Cooper was drunk at any time during the murder, and there was no like pre. They say that there was no premeditation since he couldn't have been drunk, but like he was obviously like planning this. Like, he was, like, sitting there during that two hours and was, like, scheming, like, thinking about tying her up. Like, that's, like, premeditation, technically. Yeah. Well, on, on, only in Wisconsin is drinking and just the right to party. So, so, so staunchly protected. <laughs> so, so, like, you can get, like, a DUI, but, like. Four, five. But you can't drive a car, but you can murder somebody when you're drunk. That's fine. <sighs> And the the podcast I listened to is called Sorted Scale, and yeah. they kind of walk through this. And the guy like rhetorically asks, "He's like, are DUIs even a thing in Wisconsin?" And the answer is, yes. Recently, get them, recently, yeah, but they're they a like thing. they don't ever punish them. Like there was just an article the other day that a guy in Janesville got arrested for his tenth DUI. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought I, I thought for for a long time. Can't drive. Well, I thought for a long time it was like a five strikes and you're out rule where you could get five DUIs before it even like was like and like they were like misdemeanors that got wiped off your record and then yeah on your fifth one you're like okay buddy you're just not le- learning your lesson and then, you, <laughs> and then that's a felony that's what I thought it was you know something like that you well, know? I don't know I just don't really understand it because I feel like I guess I do know people who have gotten DUIs and like. They still do the same shit every weekend. It's insane. Well, I mean, I, I, I finally got a DUI in, um, and like, I mean, didn't like ruin his life, but it, it was on his record. It definitely oh, yeah. like, changed his life. You no, know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think just like if you're not really doing anything with your life, like you can get a bunch, you can rack up a bunch of DUIs and like, yeah. I don't know, you're still going to be a piece of shit. Kind of like, kind of like, until you like eventually like either rub your like car around a tree or like hit a family of seven. That's some kind of like Dukes of Hazards. That's usually how it ends. Yes, yes, yeah, sort of shit. You know, yeah, like back when like laws were only softly applied and like, and like pretty much everyone just kind of like, you know, all the good stuff happening in like Kentucky, you know, and just everyone's driving Corvettes, you know, through the trees and stuff like that, you know, that's kind of what I'm thinking about, you know. Flipping over ramps that like mysteriously appear in the middle of the interstate. Yeah, quick quick little pause, like, you know, that's what the boys learned, you know, (laughs) things were hot, you know, (laughs) and continues, yeah, okay. Yeah. But Cooper did get found guilty of the third degree sexual assault, of course. Well, that that is a victory, you yeah. know, for so, humankind, yeah. Then it kind of got brought up in between, he does get retried, um, in between his trials of, like, previous crimes, and they kind of, like, wonder, 
is this guy like killed anybody else? Yeah. So Shelly said that groom from the wedding thinks that like Brian has killed before. So they're kind of like, has this guy like done this? Because he seems like he has like history of violence. And so Brian's sister was the one that got married. So the groom's stepdad was a police officer and he was with the sister or the bride, Kelly, when she got the call. So she got a call from Brian's mom, also her mom. Mm-hmm. that something had happened to Alicia, Kelly immediately said, like, oh, I hope that the guy only beat the shit out of her. Like, that her how brother... morbidly unsurprising must that phone call have been to his family? You That's know? in the, the, the stepdad, the police officer, was confused. He was like, why would you say that? Like, why, like, the first thing that popped into the sister's head when she got news that, like, something happened to Alicia was that Brian did it. Yeah. Like, not that, oh, she, like, tripped and fell or, like, yeah. they got in a car accident. It was immediately like, oh, my brother definitely did something to her. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's so gross. And then... In a call, like, from prison from Brian to his mom, his mom tells him that this happened for a reason and told Brian that people are, like, supporting him and still love him. I mean, and, and, and that's, like, if you, you know, there, there's so many, like, serial killers where, like, that's where their sociopathy really comes from is their parents telling them, like, how special they are. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, like, who was, like, was it, like, the, the guy from Nexium? Um Gosh, I'm, I'm I'm not drawing up his name, but like that's where like all this sociopathy was, you know, started. Was yeah. his parents just told him, like, oh, you are so special, you're meant to do great things. And from that day yeah. on, he just thought he was like Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah. And, and then or- it just goes from there. But so so often it starts with the parents just like instilling this idea that their kid is some like main gift. character yeah. in some epic movie and they can do no wrong, you know. Well, yeah. that's part of the thing, too. I think, like, I don't remember who talks about this, but they, like, a lot of, like, sociopaths or whatever. I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't know what the hell those words mean. But um, they think that, like, things are going to, like, the universe is going to, like, open up and, like, show, like, the grand scheme to them. Like, mm-hmm. they have no source of, like, things that they do have direct repercussions on their life. It's just, like, they go around willy-nilly doing things and, like, eventually, like, magical, like, things will work out for them. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah. because this is, like, a little speed bump in this guy's life because he's in the slammer now yeah. is like oops like it'll fix itself out like it's gonna be fine yeah sorry sorry for a different day but that's like the whole like casey anthony thing she yeah. like, like throws her baby like in the trash or whatever and just lying about it and just doing ridiculous shit but it's just like it's all supposed to work out because she's some main character in this yeah, epic plot that's just supposed to work out for her that was you know? a huge thing i feel like on tiktok was like be the main character of your life it's like no, don't, because, don't, don't like, do that because everyone is the main character of their own life. But you, you know? still yeah. could be a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. you're fucking up somebody else's yeah, you know, exactly. story. Everyone yeah. else's main character. Exactly, exactly. Way. You know, yeah, yeah you got you to gotta, you gotta stay in your lane. But yeah, I don't know. So Cooper then also cried to his mom and was like, it wouldn't have happened if like I wasn't drunk. And it was oh pretty obvious that he just like the whole case kept like bringing up his drinking was like obviously like knew that this was going to be like his like out was this drinking God, what thing. A, what, a, what, a, um, what a bitch. And then through this at some point, Brian confesses that he has harmed an ex-girlfriend. He tied her up and held her hostage and she didn't press charges. Um, but like people then really just, like brought up the like well, she should have called the police and this wouldn't have happened, which probably might have maybe been true. But, like, I mean, that would still be so scary. Like, can you imagine, like, I don't know, some dude tying you up and holding you hostage and then, like, eventually letting her go. But, like, what would you, like, what if he's going to do it again? Oh, no, That's exactly. So no, no, like, like, like if, if that thing, like, happens and, like, you, and, like, you see your chance to, like, get out of that scenario, get out of that connection with him, are you really going to, like stick around that much longer to press charges against him, to have to meet up with him, yeah, exactly. to have him... Because clearly this guy's insane. If you press charges against him, he's going to, like, have to talk and tell stories about you that you know probably are not going to be true. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, that's why so much, so much, so many of these times, like, stuff doesn't get reported because people just want to get away from these sort of you, people. Yeah, you... Yeah. If this happens to you, you don't want to, like, go back and have to, like, recount it a million times. Like, yeah. I don't remember what I was watching, but it was this thing about, um, like, why, like, people are like why doesn't sexual assault get reported like when people will be like oh this guy sexually assaulted me or this woman assaulted me and then like people will come forward after that it's because like you don't want to like stand alone and like have to like step out because like they had they played all these like recorded not like interrogations but like questionings when people like reported like a sexual assault Mm -hmm. and like i think it was just a wrong way of like people like officers being trained or whatever but they were saying how like they'd be like oh well what did you do like what were you doing like that like solicited this response. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I don't know. It's just that would be really hard. No, I mean, scary. so many times in those scenarios, people just people just want to like wash you just their hands. Get it out of there. People just want to wash their hands of it, and like and and trust me, like starting a lawsuit with somebody like that is not washing your hands of it. You're oh, no. gonna relive it ten times like over. Like a million, t- you're gonna have to tell it like 
To everyone, like and, multiple times. And the person on the other side is going to tell it a million times. And you think yeah. that story is going to be the truth or something that you're going to enjoy hearing? No, not no. at all. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you're certainly not washing your hands of it, you yeah. know, when you do that sort of thing. Exactly. So, in the middle of this whole thing, the judge told Sherry at, like, the first trial in her family that they were not allowed to wear anything with a licious picture on it. So, they all chose to wear purple since it was her favorite color. Um, and Sherry wore, like, a purple dress to the arraignment and, like, every motion hearing after that. And all their family and friends started to wear purple, too. And this spurred the Purple Project to be born, and it was created to keep Alicia and Ava. Ava was, she already had her baby named. Yeah, Ava. It's going to be Ava. It's very pretty. Um, memories alive by providing financial and emotional support to single young mothers in need, and also grief counseling to parents who have lost children to murder. Um, and Sherry, surprisingly, teams up with Kelly Stryker, who was the bride at the wedding, Brian's sister, mm-hmm. um, who was a social worker specializing in mental health, child abuse, and domestic violence. And it bothered Stryker that her brother did not take responsibility for his actions. So she kind of like, she's like turned against him, but she like obviously is not Team Brian. Yeah, I don't think anyone is. No. I think that was a team of one. But yes, exactly. Yeah. So I looked at the Purple Project website and yeah. they held a Purple Ball in 2019 and a Night of Hope in 2022. And a lot of other things. They posted like a kayaking picture of all these people kayaking. All like parents like grief oh, retreats. Yeah. But yeah, so they're doing a lot of And they're stuff. all getting their stuff from Lowe's for this. Yeah, they not Home Depot people. <laughs> not Home Depot. We are done with Home Depot. Yes. We're, we're, we're taking a break But there. that's the thing too because I don't even think I wrote this down in here. But they, I think Sherry, she did file like a civic, civil suit. Civic suit? Absolutely. Civil suit against Home Depot. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's still like in the pipes. It's not really, nothing's really happened yet. Well, yeah. But because yeah. like multiple people reported this guy as being a creep and like nothing yeah. was done about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's an unsafe work environment. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, and Sherry also is set out to change some laws um, so that these crimes will not slip through the cracks again. Mm-hmm. And she was interviewed by Chicago Tribune reporter Geoff Zizluskowitz. Geoff? Don't you mean Jeff? What is that? G-E-O-F-F. Yeah, this is a sassy way to spell Jeff. G-off is funner. Nope, that's Jeff. <laughs> Whatever. This reporter with the Chicago Tribune interviewed her and Sherry... That's just, that, that's just Jeff who wishes his parents like had the kindness to spell his name J-E-F-F, you know? What was it? I don't remember. We I saw this thing and this guy's name was Jeff, but it had like an H in there somewhere. I was like, where is that coming from? That's spicy. You know? that, yeah, that's fancy. Yeah. That's, just, that's fancy. Just spell it how it sounds, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. This guy... Mr. Good, Chicago Tribune. Good, good sidebar. Anyway, um, so Sherry got the voluntary intoxication law taken off the books in Wisconsin and 31 other states followed suit. So mm-hmm. the voluntary intoxication defense was like a statute that defendants could use to argue their drunkenness prevented them from forming like intent or premedica- mm-hmm. premeditation. Yeah, yeah. Like that? Was that pretty good? That was good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this was used resulting in like the hung jury in the first trial. Mm -hmm. Sherry told Jeff... The reporter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> After the hung jury, I walked out, and she did, like didn't talk to any press or any prosecutor. Her, the prosecutor, and she told her husband that we are changing this law. Yeah. And then on April sixteenth, Governor Scott Walker, who is a kind of a skid mark in old in mm-hmm. Wisconsin, yeah, um, signed the bill that took that defense from the law. And but this was between his trial so after his first trial before the retrial mm-hmm. and it was grandfathered in so he could still use the defense in the second trial yeah. yep um but the second trial occurred about a year after the first one and the guilty verdict came in in about an hour to the two counts of first degree intentional homicide for Alicia and her unborn child and mm-hmm. he was consented to consecutive life terms good deal so he's in jail now. well that's th- th- there's the ha- there's the happy ending that we were all looking for yes yeah but yeah that was it. That was an intense tale, I must say. You yeah, know? it. I like wanted because I like had the idea of asking you to do this because I was like it'd be kind of fun, and I wanted. I was like, oh, Door County. We both went to Door yeah, County. Yeah, we have, so, we fun, have so like, many. We have so many. We have so many nice magical memories of Door County. You know. <laughs> let me put a stain. On <laughs> yeah, it. let me let me put a let me put a nice dark spin on this one. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I guess I guess the references I used for this, I used a True Crime Daily article that was published in 2018, a The Crime Wire article by Kim L. Pasqualini, uh, The Sword and Scale, episode 187, and Chicago Tribune Autobahn, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Don't forget that video you looked up of Man Throws Up Poop. <laughs> well, I didn't find it. <laughs> I need to apparently, like, somehow go through, like, the back doors of the internet to find somebody throwing up their feces. The, the, I don't think that's possible. Oh, I've seen it, you know. The internet used to be so much of a free place now in terms of just, like, what you want no, to you're do. Just li- well, apparently, my the other day when I was trying to... I sent you all those Instagram videos of 
animals pooping. Yeah, My way. Instagram reels are now just soiled, and I got an Instagram video of a guy like soiled, soiled, pun intended. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, guy sitting with his like feet up on the dash on the passenger side of a car, and the airbag goes off, and his well, leg like flies in directions that obviously show that it was broken in many places. And then like a horse trots by and poops on him. Like, <laughs> like, like when's, when, 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 when's the poop, you know, entering the stage? There was one too about um, an anaconda that ate an alligator and they cut its belly open. The anac- the alligator just flew out of there. And it was like, ah, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it's like, oh, it, the alligator was dead? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that like, kind of like, I'm going to hang over. They open the trunk and like the, you <laughs> know, they had like, j- that what is that Jung, actor's name? Jung, I believe. Ken Jung, I believe. Wasn't he a doctor before he became an actor? Yeah, a bit of a step up, you know. Yeah. Now, 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 now he's out there, you know, hosting Masked Singer. So that's true. So that's now he's just that, that's that, that, clearly that's just the pinnacle of entertainment. You're you know? right. You're right. He's doing so well for himself. But anyway, I was thinking about yeah, like just open up the trunk. He's just like springs out. Like what the hell's happening? Like, like somebody somebody, about, somebody goes online. Yeah, I, I imagine whatever. this alligator just springs out of this like, this thing. Like whoa, that was a wild night. You know. <laughs> oh, it was so warm in there. Yeah, too many brewskis for this one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I've got a wife and kids at home. <laughs> Are alligators mon- monogamous? Monogamous? No, people? they cheat. Oh God damn it! <laughs> what, what is safe and so righteous in this world? No, alligators no. are out there just no, allig- no alligators are just kind of getting to wherever they can, wherever where, where, you know, where they can, you know. Well, oh, this is all. That was a lo- that, was that, that was a lovely tale. Yep. Thank well, you. It, it really wasn't actually, but it thank you for really having awful. me nonetheless. <laughs> Well, this is where I don't have an outro, so bye bye <laughs> <laughs>